Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Marnie Svedberg, and I welcome you to Marnie and Friends, a place where leaders share practical, helpful, and encouraging ways to get anything important done faster, better, and smarter. Right now, I encourage you to sit back, buckle up, and join us for fun, laughter, practical help, and clear thinking, the kind of discussion that focuses our attention off of the fluff and onto the most important stuff in life. Again, welcome to Marnie's Friends. Let's get going. Hi, everybody. This is Marnie Swedberg, and I welcome you to another edition of Marnie's Friends. We're going to be talking today about 21-Day Wins. And this is a program that I set up uh, last year. I'd been doing some myself for a while. And last year, I opened it up and took on group coaching with it, and now it is available to you. So usually it begins the first Thursday of most months of the year. You can always find out about it over at Marnie's. Uh, just at Marnie.com or at 21daywins.com. And uh, at Marnie.com, you would just go to events, live and upcoming events, and then you would see when the next 21-day win was going to start. And what happens is it's a private Facebook group that we set up each month uh, most months, and uh, sometimes when I'm traveling extensively or whatever, I don't do it that month just because it's hard for me to uh, stay stay on top of the um, coaching side of it. So I just uh, do it the months that make sense for me, and it's free for members, and for non-members, it's usually $99 a month, and so you can participate in it any time that you want to. And we are going to discuss today why we have them, uh, what what they what they are, why they're so important, and why it's important you to have small wins in your life all the time, whether you do a 21-day win or a different way, how to set a reasonable goal, how to draft a commitment statement with allowances, how to write a before and after statement, and some more. And we're going to go through that today during this program. So grab a notebook or something and get ready to take some notes. First of all, I want to just talk to you about the the power of habits in our lives. Now, 21-day wins can be tackled by uh, replacing a habit or by finishing a project. In 21 days, you would accomplish this one thing. You would either replace a habit with a new habit or you would finish a project. I want to talk to you first about habits because habits... Uh, are making up about 95% of what we do. They are the default that we we just fall back into. So you don't have to think. So many things that you do in your day, you don't have to think specifically about. Uh, it's just a habit. You just always do it that way. When you're walking from your kitchen to your bathroom in your house, you never have to think about it. It's just a habit. You already know where to go. You just walk that way. You, you don't even think about it. There are... Everything almost in your life that you do is a habit. What happens is that we get some habits going on that are really not helping us move toward our goals. And whether you want to overcome an obstacle, pursue a dream, revitalize a relationship, or manage your resources, 21-day wins are going to help you to get on top of whatever it is that feels like it's getting away from you right now. Take charge of that and move forward in a real practical doable, reasonable way. Uh, So what we want to do in a 21-day win is we want to take one single thing, either a habit or a project, that you can actually work on daily and that you can complete 
the, either the habit transition or the project in 21 days. So what you wouldn't say is you wouldn't say, I want to write and publish a book in 21 days. Not going to happen. But you could possibly do your whole book outline in 21 days. Or if you have it close, um, this last time we had uh, one of our one of our winners had actually, she actually published her book all the way to Amazon in the 21 days that we were going. She published her book to Amazon. She got um, her uh, publicity page set up. She has um, her, her promotion, her launch actually is coming up, I think, on this weekend. So, I mean, you can actually complete a project that you've been working on for years in this 21 days by saying, this is the section of work I want to get done in this 21 days. You can start a project. You can say, I've always wanted to write a book. I'm going to do the outline. I'm actually going to write down in 21 days. I'm going to take the time and I'm going to do the outline. What kind of things do I want in each chapter? What do I want to have going on? So whether it's a project you want to complete or a habit you want to replace, a 21-day win is going to give you the opportunity to do that. Right now, during this hour, I am going to take you through the actual process that you would go through to begin to prepare for a 21-day win. And if you want to join us this month, you can definitely do so. You can just go over to Facebook and type in 21-day wins, or you can go to Marnie.com under events, live and upcoming events, and register that way. All right, the first thing you want to do is decide what your goal is going to be. Now, there's so many ways to think about goals. And I like to say that goals were God's ideas ideas first. He says, if there is no vision, the people perish. And if you don't have a goal, you're not going to make much progress. So the first thing you want to do is you want to narrow down your long list of potential goals to one that you would feel 100% committed to achieving in 21 days. So the first thing you want to do is you want to say, do I already know for sure my goal? Do I already know absolutely for sure which thing I want to accomplish in the 21 days of this next coming month? A lot of people will be very clear, like they'll be, yes, I absolutely know. I totally have been wanting to do blank. I'm going to do that. But some of you listening, and I was noticing on the, uh, the chatter today, um, it's the last day we did the celebration today for this month's 21-day uh, win, and I was noticing the chatter there on the, on the private page about uh, people wanting to do the 21-day win, and some of them knew what they were going to do, and some of them had no idea, but they had a lot of fun ideas you know, going through their head, like, I could do this, or I could do that, or I could do the other thing. So depending on where you are, I'm going to just start with you as if you aren't for sure. If you already are for sure and you're listening to the archive, you can just fast forward through this little teeny part here. But otherwise, just hang with us because maybe some months down the road you wouldn't be for sure and then you could use this process. So first of all, you're going to just write it down. Everything that you can think of that you might like to do in a 21-day period of time that would have a daily commitment to it. So like, for example, uh, you might want to get your dra uh, drawers and closets cleaned out and declutter, okay? And you could work at that a little bit a day. Um, you might want to repaint your house, um, all the rooms in your house, or maybe you would just want to redecorate one room and take a little bit of that each day. You might want to organize all your files or folders. You might want to do all your tax preparation. You might want to do all your, um, somebody did uh, this month, all of their medical bills that have been piling up and, and get all of that submitted. You might want to take an amazing photo and post it every day. You might want to, um, like some of the gals uh, this month, you might want to read a certain amount of the Bible or review a certain scripture or mantra each day. 
you might want to um, somebody in the when this time uh, quit smoking and actually did. Um, some other people had different goals. Uh, one of the goals was to not eat after seven o'clock. My goal this last month was to keep track of every bite that went into my mouth on myfitnesspal.com and and really look at it, study and see what I was eating for cal uh, for uh, carbohydrates and for sodium and for sugars and really pay attention to what was going in my mouth. Whatever it is that really turns your crank, that's what you want to write down. And you might have a long list. So what you want to do now is you want to look at your long list and you want to say, out of all these many things, what would I want to do this month? What do I want to do now? What is, what is it that really I'm passionate about? And actually I'm going to give you two different ways to figure out what to do first. And this is going to work for 21 Day Wins, but this will also work in your whole life in general. So you got your piece of paper. The first one is called Four Block. And we use this in business as well, but you can definitely use this to decide which 21 Day Win you want to, you want to work on. Okay, so what you're going to do is you divide your paper into four equal quadrants. So just put a key or whatever in the center, a plus sign in the center of your page and divide it into four smaller squares. In the top left, square, and we're going to use the analogy of a baseball game. So in the top left square, you're going to write home run. I'm sorry, I said top right, and that was top left. In the top left, you're going to write home run. Sorry. In the top right, write extra innings. In the bottom left, write base hit. And in the bottom right, write strike out. So from left to right, you have home run, extra innings, and on the bottom you have from left to right, base hit, strike out. Now I'm going to give you a little, a little more about these things and you can jot this down if you want to. A home run means that it's high effective, highly effective and low cost. So you're going to get a lot of bang for your buck. Now you might say, uh, my, my wins don't have anything to do with money. Everything has to do with resources. Some things the resource is money. Some things the resource is time. Some things the resource is relationships. Sometimes the resource is <laughs> energy. It takes so much energy to do that. Um, uh, willpower maybe, whatever it is, everything has a price tag. So up on the top, you have a high effectiveness for a low investment, whether it's money or whatever. That's a home run. Okay, over on the top right, you have high effectiveness, but it's also a high cost. <laughs> this one's not so easy. This is harder. Okay, high effectiveness, high cost, that's extra innings. Now go to the bottom left. That one is your base hit, and that is low cost, but also low effectiveness. So it doesn't cost you much to do it, but it's not going to help you that much in the big scheme of things. Low cost, low effectiveness. And then over on the bottom right-hand side, you have low effectiveness, high cost. That's a strikeout. These are the ones that you're going you're gonna to realize, you know, it's an idea, but it's not a very good idea because it's going to cost me a lot in time or energy or whatever, and I'm not going to get really that much benefit out of it. Okay, so let's just talk about a couple of these and give you some examples of what might go into each. So let's say that you're going to clean out all of your drawers and closets in the next 21-day win. You're going to pick one drawer or one um, maybe dresser or one closet per day, and you're just going to say every single day for 21 days, I'm going to clean out one of these spaces. And you're going to look at this and you're going to say, now, is that a home run, an extra innings, a base hit, or a strikeout? And you can say, 
if you think that that is going to really relieve you of a lot of pressure, like maybe you keep spending an hour or 20 minutes a couple times a week looking for things because there's such a you've got such a mess going on. And if you could get yourself to clean it out, you would be able to find things right away. That would really super re reduce your stress. That might even be high effectiveness for you. I want to say for most of us, that's going to be a medium effectiveness, maybe even a low effectiveness. There would be value to it, but it wouldn't be the biggest thing that you could do to change your whole world, right? Okay? Then would it be a low cost or a high cost? That kind of depends on how big of a mess you have and how much of an organized person you are. I'm going to guess that if everything's really chaotic like that, you're maybe not very organized and it's really going to be painful for you to do that. So I would say that you're either going to have an extra innings or a base hit on that one. It's possible that you think you might like to clean all this out and you'd hate to do it, and really when you did it, you wouldn't be able to maintain it anyway, and it could actually be a strikeout. So however it is that you would score that, remember, you are unique, and I talk so much to you guys about this, but sometimes it's hard to remember how unique you are. I mean, you are so unique. You have three billion base pairs strung together in a, a specific way by God to make your DNA just who you are. You have 10 million blinks a year. You have uh, every, 60 sec every 20 seconds, 60,000 miles of arteries, blood flows through. I mean, your conscious mind is just working at 40 stimuli per second. Your subconscious at 20 million per second, and you are unique. You are 100% unique. There's nobody else that was born at the precise time, date, or location as you. Nobody else who had their parents at the exact maturity level of yours when you were born. Nobody else whose birth order in your family is the same as you. Nobody else whose features are exactly like yours, your nose, your eyes, your hair, your skin, your build. Nobody else with the mental capacity. I mean, I could go on and on. You are so unique. And as you do this scoring on this four block or even in the other way that I'm going to have you score in a minute, you have to think about <laughs> you have to think about how you would score it for you. Don't think about how Susie Johnson would score it. You, you score it for you. And you know if this particular thing that you're thinking about is going to be a home run, an extra innings, a base hit, or a strikeout. So right now or after this program, you're going to write down all of your potential goals, everything that you might want to go for, and then you're going to score each goal to decide which ones are really the home runs for you. Okay? They are really the grand slammers. These are the ones that are going to have the most effect. They're going to make the biggest change in your life, and yet they're going to have the lowest cost for you. They're going to be able to be done in 21 days. Now, there's a whole bunch of stuff in your life. That, are, that will have an effect on you, but they would be an extra inning, and it's a high cost. Either you aren't going to be able to afford it financially, or it's going to take way longer than 21 days. And by the way, you can definitely do like three or four 21 days strung together to complete a large project. I mean, we all do that all the time on our bigger projects. We just do it over a process of time. And so you can say, right now, this 21 days, I'm going to do this chunk of it. And that's a home run for that chunk of it. And so go ahead and, and consider that. But don't take on something that's going to be too big to do in 21 days, at least the chunk of it that you're looking at doing. So you want to go ahead and score all of your potential goals and decide which one you want to do. Another way that I like to do it, and it's a little equation. So these are for you, this is for you math geeks. You can write this down. The equation is the word effort is on the left. Then you put the little divided by sign in the middle. Effort divided by results is going to equal your priority. Effort divided by results equals your priority. This is another way to say 
if I have to invest huge amount of effort and I'm only going to get a little bit of results out of it, I'm going to say that's a pretty low priority for me, whether it's about my 21-day win or whether it's about what I do today. Um, if it's got huge results from a little bit of effort, I mean, do that, you guys. Do that first. These are, these are just principles that you can always use. So I encourage you to learn how to four block and how to use the equation effort divided by result equals priority. Okay. Then you're going to really take some time and verify that the winner, that your goal, the one that you put in the home run or in the highest score there, you want to really make sure that it's your true priority by answering this question. If I accomplished this in 2014 or whatever it is you're listening to this, if I accomplished this goal, is this the one goal that would make the biggest difference in my life? And if it is, then proceed. If you're like, well, not really, I mean, it would be all right, but it's not that big of a deal, then I want you to just dig around a little deeper. What is really the goal that you would say is the one goal that if you could achieve it would really radically improve your life and go for that goal. Now, some of you are like, um, it's way too big. I can't do it in 21 days. Great. What part of it could you do in 21 days? Step back. Break it down. I always teach you to do this anyway. Break it down. Go back. Break it down into smaller chunks. And what is the chunk that you could do in 21 days? Because honestly, if that's the thing that's going to make your life so much better, that's what you want to go for. Okay? Then you're going to go ahead and set your goals. And I'm going to come back in just a minute. And I'm going to teach you how to set reasonable goals so that you can actually achieve. I'll be right back. Do you ever need speakers for dinners, retreats, conferences, or other women's events? Check out www.womenspeakers.com. It's the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring over 1,500 Christian women speakers, some near you, and some from every level of experience and fee range you can imagine. So you're sure to find lots of great speaker options for you and your next event over at www.womenspeakers.com. That's Women Speakers. Welcome back. Welcome back. We're loving so much our new uh, website over at womenspeakers.com. Same URL, but uh, certainly a different format and very fun to use. So go ahead and check that out over at womenspeakers.com. Okay. We're talking today about 21-day wins, and I hope that you will all join me for the next 21-day win. They always start, well, almost always, they start on usually the first Thursday of the month. If it's the first of the month, we usually go to the second week. But they start on the first Thursday of the month usually, and we run them most months, and they are uh, independent of each other. So you don't, like, once you start, you can decide if you're going to do it again or just take one at a time. You can learn more over at Marnie.com under events, under live and upcoming events. Okay, be smart. A lot of you are familiar with the acronym SMART for goals. I want to just quickly go over that. SMART stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. So very quickly, each of these things. Specific means that you know exactly what you are going to accomplish in 21 days. And not only that, you know exactly what you're going to do each day of the 21 days. So 
what we do is at the Facebook group, when you register, in order to be a participant of the upcoming 21-day win, you actually have to post a commitment statement that includes your specific goal as well as what you're going to do for each day, and you have to post that publicly at the private page. If you don't do that by the first day of the win, you're out. So it's only people who are serious about actually doing something very specific that get to stay in the win. And when I meet, I'm talking specific, very specific, something measurable, that's the M. Measurable is that you know exactly what it is. When I train about goals, I use the example of sporting goals. So if you're playing soccer, and you're going to make a goal. You know exactly what you have to do. You don't have to run a certain amount. You don't have to pass a certain amount. All you have to do is somehow you have to get that ball into that net. Okay? And if you're in basketball, it's a hoop. You've got to get the ball in the hoop. If you're playing golf, you've got to get the ball in that little hole, and the goal is the least strokes possible. Uh, depending on what game you're playing, the goal is going to change. But in our 21-day goals, whatever you set as the goal, that's going to be your goal post. That's going to be your basket, if you will. You need to make that very clear so that you know for sure if you made it in the basket or if you missed. It shouldn't be ambiguous at all. It should be very, very specific and measurable. Okay, attainable. You should be at least 90% sure that you can do this in 21 days and that you can do the daily portion of it each day or most days of the 21 days. And I'm going to talk about allowances in just a minute. If you set a goal that is not 90% likely for you to succeed at, you'll probably not succeed because 10% is a big variable when you're talking about a full busy life anyway. Uh, so you want to make sure that you can succeed in it, and 90% is reasonable. Now, one of the things that I do, I always start, I always, always practice. <laughs> I start practicing what I think I'm going to do for the 21 days. I usually start like the week before or at least a few days before because that's going to show me if this is really a, a reasonable goal or not. A lot of times we think, sure, that's reasonable. Um, a lot of times people will say, I'm going to spend two hours a day or I'm going to you know, do this a big amount a day extra. over." The In fact, I'm just going to tell you right now, I started, I, I was looking ahead, and I decided I was going to do something for 90 minutes for 90 days. And when I get into it, the reality is that 90 is too much. I think I can do 60. And 60 is still requiring me to get up earlier, <laughs> significantly earlier, and to really sometimes stay up later in order to make that happen. 90 is just too much. I find when I'm practicing, 90 is too much. So I'm going to probably go for 60. And I'm not sure if I'm going to do it this 21-day win or the next one even. I might just keep going and keep practicing and see how it is because this is a 90-day goal for me. So I don't need to necessarily do it this 21 days. Do you hear what I'm telling you? Do you hear my heart here? Is that you need to make sure that this is 90% possible for you, that you're at least 90% comfortable that you could do this, okay? If you're like 50-50, I think I can, I'm not sure, but I think I might be able to, but I'm not sure. It's too hard. Don't make it so hard for yourself. You really want to win. One of the things I wanted to talk to you about today was why these small wins are so important to you. First of all, uh, the, mind, the mind is so complex, and I go into all of this in the Success Coach uh, Leadership Program at Marnie.com. It's a six-hour intensive program that helps you understand how your mind works and how goals work and, and how the uh, laws of 
laws of the universe to work with you or against you, uh, as the case may be, and how you can really tap into all the power that God has given you personally. But when we're talking about these small wins, these 21-day wins, you have a conscious mind that's really driving, okay, steering your life. And that conscious mind is working at about 40 stimuli per second. And then you have a subconscious mind that's much more powerful. That's actually the engine behind the steering, okay? It's the power behind everything. And that's, that's functioning. Your subconscious is functioning at about 20 million stimuli per second. So you've got 40 stimuli per second in your conscious mind, 20 million <laughs> stimuli in your subconscious mind. The subconscious mind is always, always going to win, if it's just a sheer matter of grit and determination, the subconscious will always win. It's just bigger. It's tougher. It's stronger. It's got more power. It's like you standing in front of a freight train and saying, stop. You know, I mean, you're just going to get run over. It's not going to stop just because you're standing there. It's a freight train. You're just a little you. So when we're dealing with our subconscious mind, we have to actually coax it into the turn. So I always say, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're driving a freight train or if you're driving the Titanic, you know, steering the Titanic, um, you aren't going to just say, let's take a hard right. You know, you're going 60 miles an hour or, you know, 40 knots or whatever. You're going to take a hard right. No, you're not. You're going to have to give it some time. You're going to have to allow it some turning space. And so it is with your subconscious. You can't just turn on a dime and expect your subconscious to go along with you. It can't. It's just going too fast the direction you've always had it going. You've had it going this direction, whatever you're going now, for a long time. You have to give it some time to allow it to turn. So how do you do that? You do 21-day wins or a similar thing. And, you know, either you're going to learn this from me or you're going to learn it from somebody someday in your life, but you're going to learn that it just doesn't work to just say, I'm just going to make this radical, huge change in my life and it's going to be fine. It's not going to be fine because your subconscious is so bent on your success that it's going to keep you going in the direction it feels like you've always wanted to go. Therefore, this little change you're making here, this big change, can't be permanent, so it's going to help you back on track. Your conscious mind can drive, and it should, but you have to be aware of the subconscious pressure to keep going in the exact same way you've been going. These 21-day wins are so beautiful because they teach your subconscious mind that your conscious mind is really in charge, that you're really going to say, I'm going to do something and do it. Now, what's happened to you a lot in the past, if you're normal, is that you've said, I'm going to do something, then you do it for a little bit, and then you quit. Right? Okay, so I'm going to never eat popcorn again. Okay. Then you do it for a couple of weeks or a couple of months or whatever, and then you go back. What the 21-day wins do is they enable you to actually succeed repetitively in areas that are not huge, they're not the biggest thing in the world, but they are accomplishable in 21 days and you can for sure win them. And as you do these back to back and ongoing down through the future, you will have, you'll build a momentum where your subconscious mind will really begin to take you seriously so that you can begin to turn more quickly. If you usually make a decision and then you go back on it and you fail and you fall down, what happens is that your subconscious mind just won't, it won't turn anymore. It's like, no, I know, it's just, you know, she's just going to go back in a couple of days or a couple of weeks and I'm just going to let her have her little thing here and then we'll take over again. 
what happens is if you really hold persistence to the end of the win and you win it, your mind learns that you are the boss. Your subconscious mind says, oh, she, re- she is really certain. When she says she's going to do something, she's going to do it. So you want it to be at least 90% attainable. Next thing is you want it to be relevant. This is so important. Is this goal important to you? Because your subconscious mind, it's just, it's a slick body language. When you're talking to someone and they are saying to you, I'm great, but you can tell that they're not great, that they're, they're really like struggling, you can tell that. Even though their words are telling you one thing, you can tell that their reality isn't matching up. So men will say to their wife, you know, what's wrong? And she'll say nothing, you know. <laughs> okay, her words are saying nothing, but he is getting the clear vibes that something's going on here, okay? We know, we know what I'm talking about. So what happens with you is that you say, this is what I want to do. This is the goal I want to achieve. And right away, underneath, your true vibes are saying, I don't really care if I succeed at this or not. It doesn't really matter very much to me, but it sounds like kind of fun or somebody else was doing it and I thought it sounded interesting and really down deep, you don't care. So what you want to do is you really want to find a goal that really does rock your world. It shouldn't be the biggest thing in the universe. It should be doable in 21 days and it should be 90% likely that you can actually do it in, in 21 days. But it should make you really happy when you think about it. You should be like, yeah, that's what I want to do. That's taking me the direction I want to go. That's going to help me achieve my goals. So it should be relevant to you. And next, finally, the P in SMART. So we've got specific, measurable, attainable, relevant. And then the T is time-bound. Absolutely. If you're going to participate in a 21-day win, it has to be doable in 21 days. So you can't say, I'm going to lose 100 pounds. That's not happening in 21 days. And I don't even really let you say, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. What I want you to do instead, if it's a weight goal like that or another goal of that type, what you're going to do is you're going to tell me the behavior you're going to do for 21 days, and then we're going to see what the outcome is. Okay? So if you believe that eating 1,200 calories and exercising 30 minutes a day is going to take you to 20 pounds or 21 pounds or take you to 10 pounds or whatever it is that you believe that will get you to, that's fine. But what I'm going to look for from you is what your actions are going to be. And then we're going to let the results be what the results are. Now, it's true that if you start going down this path and you're not getting the results that you anticipated or possibly you're even getting negative results backwards from what you thought, then you have to make an adjustment. That's life. But we want you to be very clear about your commitment. It should be reasonable. It should be 90% sure that you can attain it. It should be very specific and measurable so you know at the end of each day, did I do it or not? Yes or no? shouldn't be, "Ah, I'm not sure. No, you have to be able to measure it, to see it. Specific enough and time-bound. So those are the most important parts of setting the goal itself. We're going to come back and talk more about the underlying challenges that are going to make it impossible for you to reach your goal unless you face them early on and uh, take care of them right up at the front. We'll be right back.
successfully maximizing the gifts God has given us is the best gift that we can give back to God. Are you 100% clear about why you're here, about how God defines success for you personally? Are you on track with God's plan for your life, the best life on planet Earth, followed by the best possible eternity for you? If not, check out the Success Principles Intensive Training course over at Marnie.com. It's a six-hour online program that will change how you define and do your life from today forward. It's a biblically-based approach to goal-setting and achievement. So check it out under the training tab at Marnie.com. Welcome back to our overview of the 21-day win. These start usually the first Thursday of each month and run for 21 consecutive days with a celebration the final Thursday. And they are perfect if you want to replace a habit or if you want to finish a project that is doable within 21 days. And they're really fun. Um, I've done so many of these myself and I've taken a lot of other people through them. And it's just, it's just great uh, fun. We have we have a private Facebook page that we all participate in. Uh, you start a thread and you add to your thread each day or whenever you get on, and then other people can comment, and, and uh, that's how we go forward with that. In this section, I want to talk to you about um, uncovering submerged challenges and a few other things, but I wonder if you know that one negative thought can block the power of all the positive thoughts that would have been in its place. I mean, it makes perfect sense. There can't be two things in one place. I was uh, in, my, in the, the prerequisite to the success training that I do, and the prerequisite is free, by the way. If you go to Marnie.com, go under training and then success training, um, coach, coach certification training. The prerequisite is free, and it's the five levels of personal power. And the first level of personal power is purely existence. When a baby comes into the world, that baby doesn't have a whole lot of power. I mean, we wouldn't say, yeah, the baby is powerful like the president of the United States or something. We would never say that. But yet the baby has power just purely by being existent. So, for example, if the crib used to hold um, uh, containers of diapers and uh, laundry baskets and things like that when the baby's born, all that has to go out of there so that there's a place to lay the baby. Now the baby takes up that space. If the baby cries, the noise of that child comes into the space of the others in the home and the baby has power over them by crying. Okay, so you have personal power because you exist. Negative thoughts have power because they replace the positive thought that could be in their, in their stead. So uh, the... The illustration I want to give you here is the illustration of a cancer patient. They did a study where some of the cancer patients were actually given chemo and some of them were given a placebo. But all of them were taken through the, the uh, chemo treatment, um, and this was years ago, but they were taken through the chemo treatment in advance. And of course, they knew that their hair would fall out as one of the side effects of chemo. And what they found is that even though the participants knew that some of them had the placebo and only some of them had the chemo. All of them had their hair fall out. The hair fell out, not because of a drug, but because they believed that their hair would fall out if they were on that drug and they thought they were. So what I'm telling you is that your thoughts are going to override your conscious decision to go forward unless you take charge of them and you put the positive thought in on top of where a negative thought will exist if you don't take charge of it. So the first thing you want to do is you want to 
look at submerged challenges, and the time that this is going to come up the most is when you have actually attempted a certain goal, attempted a certain habit replacement, attempted a certain uh, life change or whatever, a certain project, and you failed at it before. This is when you're really going to have some submerged feelings and emotions about this that are going to come up and are going to sabotage your chances of success unless you deal with them. So right now, just pick one of the goals that you think you might go for. If you know what you're going to go for, pick that one. If not, just pick one of the ones that you might go for and think about your last day of the 21-day win. So put yourself out in the future on the last day. What have you actually accomplished and how does that make you feel? I want you to really envision it. Shut your eyes right now and see yourself there 21 days out in this, at the last day of the 21-day win. You have really done it. You've accomplished what you set yourself out to do. You won. And how do you feel? And I want to shut your eyes and just feel it in your body. How do you feel? Um, where in your body do you feel it? Um, when, I, when I do this for a win that is a great win for me, I oftentimes feel like crying, tears of happiness. I, um, I recognize that I am exceedingly grateful and happy out 21 days in the future to have really accomplished that because I felt like it was a hard thing to do, but I did it. And so what are you feeling? Now, I want you to even poke around a little bit in there. You know, are you only feeling happiness when you think about achieving that goal, or is there really some... Um, some other stuff going on in there. Does anything else, even the tiniest thing, make you feel uncomfortable about being in that place? And if so, you just want to be honest with yourself now and write down those thoughts. So when you're, when you're feeling around in your emotions, is there a hesitance? Is there some thought like, I love everything about this except blank? <clears throat> so an example would be, I'm really excited because I lost a whole dress size, but I'm not sure how I'm going to do this now because I have no money to buy new clothes and now none of my clothes fit. Okay, you need to actually feel that right now. You need to deal with that right now because it is going to bother you subconsciously the whole time. So this is where we actually let all this stuff surface in a time frame when we can deal with it instead of waiting until we're in the middle of a win when we get tempted and then uh, this surfaces, and yeah, I might as well not even do it anyway because I don't even have the money to buy. You know, I don't have the time to do whatever I'd have to do if I got to this goal, okay? Now, if you've attempted the goal before and failed, then I want you to try right now to think of why you failed in the past. What were some of the reasons that you failed? I know from experience and from coaching other people that one of the reasons is that you're an all-or-nothing person. You said either I do it perfectly or I don't do it at all. And for most goals, that's not going to work. That would be like a football team saying, this is the play that we're going to do. It's either going to work this way or we're leaving the field. No, you have to, you have to be able to flex and roll and, and change and adapt as you go. You're not changing your goal. The goal is still to get the ball down to the end zone and get it into the, you know, get it into the um, goal or across the goal line. But the reality is that you're going to have to roll with things a little bit. You can't be that rigid. You maybe, you maybe were too rigid. Possibly you just weren't ready. And right now you're feeling that again. You're like, right, you know, um, I, I'm so proud one of the gals that went through the 21-day win right now actually quit smoking. She quit smoking, then she had some cigarettes in the middle, and then she got back up, and she's really going. And, you know, this is a huge, huge win. But if you want to quit smoking and you're thinking, 
I want to, but I'm just not ready. Believe yourself. You're probably really not ready. Uh, you will know when you're ready because when you think 21 days out, you will actually be so happy that you only feel that ecstasy. You, you just don't have any of the fear. You might have some of, I, I call it curiosity. Curiosity is such a good thing. I'm always so curious about everything to see how this is going to work out, to see how I'm going to be able to get over the, you know, the hurdles that come my way during my win. But I'm not fearful, like afraid that I'm going to fail. I'm just curious to see how I'm going to succeed. Those are two very different positions. So maybe you're just plain not ready for this one. Another thing that might come up when you're kind of feeling around and why you failed in the past or uh, some of the negative feelings you have now is uh, that it's just too big. And if you feel that way, it probably is too big. So what section of it could you do? Like in the example of smoking, maybe you could just say, I'm not going to smoke after 6 p.m. Or I'm, you know, I'm smoking this much every day. From now on, I'm going to smoke this much every day. And that's what I'm going to do for 21 days. I'm going to go down to this amount. So I'm not going to go cold turkey. I'm just going to do less. You can think about how, how it feels right to you and you want to go with how you feel. Your feelings are, your feelings are really like, um, if you imagine the front of your car, you know, the gauges across the front of your car and it's a speedometer and your internal drive is what's pushing you forward. Hi, you guys. <laughs> Every once in a while, Blog Talk does this thing where it just drops the collar. And if it has ever done that to you, I'm so sorry. It just, that makes me crazy about Blog Talk Radio. I, I love most everything about the BTR platform, but this one thing where it kind of drops people randomly, that really is sad to me. And it just dropped me, so I feel your pain if it's ever dropped you before. <laughs> sorry about that. Anyway, I was talking to you about, um, about, about wanting to make sure that you test your emotions and that you know where you are and that you are trusting that the readings that you're getting on your odometer are matching the reality. So if you're pretty sure that you shouldn't go forward with a certain goal, don't do it. Pick one that you feel 90% sure about. This is your internal barometer telling you how things are and you want to really pay attention to that. The more you become aware of the truth that you're telling yourself um, naturally, um, and it's, it's not like you can't lie to yourself. You can. And the more you've lied to yourself in the past, the more likely you are to lie to yourself in the future. So it's not that it's always truth that's coming up from inside of you. But the way that God put us together is that our bodies, our emotions, our, our um, internal uh, chemistries are actually telling us the truth. So like your temperature, your body temperature, when you have a temperature of 101, you don't say, oh, I'm just, I'm just so dumb, you know, I just, am, I just am not paying attention and I don't think that's really right. No, if, I mean, if the thermometer says you have a temperature of 101, you believe that you're sick, right? If you feel like this goal is too big or too hard or not really a good goal for you, don't pick it. Pick one that you're really pretty sure is a good goal for you. And then you want to write up a goal statement. And the way that you write your goal statement is you stand out 21 days from now in your, in your imagination, stand out 21 days from now, and you actually say, 
I am grateful that I just completed 21 straight days of blank. And you're going to fill that right in there, what it is specifically. You're going to do your SMART goals. Remember, it is specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. You're going to put that right into your goal statement. I am grateful that I just completed 21 straight days of blank. Along the way, I felt blank. Put, put it in there. How did you feel? I felt excited. I felt proud of myself. I felt hopeful. I felt like for once in my life I was going to be able to complete something I started. However you felt, write it down. And then you also want to write down what your allowance is. And you might say, a couple times I had to blank. Or a couple times I gave in and blanked. Or a couple times, because of circumstances, I couldn't, I couldn't do it that day, and so I blank. So maybe, maybe you would say, um, if you're trying to clean out a closet or a, a cupboard drawer every day, you would say, um, I, I, it's 21 days. I, okay, I'm grateful that I just completed 21 straight days of cleaning out one closet or cupboard each day. Along the way, I found so many things that I've been missing, and I have this great sense of accomplishment because every time I open one of those cupboards or drawers, it's clean and organized, and I, can, I just feel so great about that. I did take advantage of a couple of my allowances as I was out of town for two days, and you, know, you can put in whatever your allowance is. What are you going to have for an allowance? Let, let it be true that life can happen to you too. Okay, <laughs> Life is going to happen. We watched uh, during this last 21-day win, we had people whose um, spouses or children or themselves ended up in the hospital. We had people who um, got just, just generally sick, always somebody who broke a leg. Um, life happens, you know, and you just have to give yourself allowances. What are you going to do? If you miss a day, are you going to do two the next day? Or are you just going to say, that was an allowance. I'm, I'm allowing myself to miss up to four days. After that, I have to make up anything I miss. You know, what is it that you're going to give as your allowance? And build that right in. So you're going to want to write a goal statement like that. And then you want to maximize your motivation, and the actual the pre-workbook will help you do that. Then you're going to make a plan. If you're doing a project or if you're doing a habit replacement, you want to make your plan very specific, and you want to prepare your environment. We're going to come back and talk about that in just a second. The fastest and easiest way to find out which major women's events are coming to your area is to visit www.womensevents.info. That's womensevents.info. It's the only directory of its kind, and it features all of the major events like Women of Faith, Beth Moore, eConference Women, and so many others. It's free to search, and you can find it all at womensevents.info. Hi, and welcome back. In the last part of this program, we are going to talk about um, how you make your plans, prepare your environment, and finalize your goal for your next 21-day win. And I hope that you are getting excited about this because it truly is so exciting to move forward toward a specific goal. And I like to say that there is uh, five different five different types of progress. We've got progress that are like baby steps. Um, you're moving towards your goal, but it's almost imperceptible. And then you've got these gigantic steps. These are, it's like a 21-day win is like a gigantic step moving you forward. All of a sudden, in 21 days, you see so much growth, and you're so excited about it. You've got quantum leaps that are going to happen. That's not like a 21-day win. That's, that's like... Uh, 
a chance for you to actually skip over a whole section of work that you thought you were going to have to do because you find, oh, it's done, or someone else comes in and is going to be able to do it for you. A quantum leap is like that running at a paced tempo. That's another way that we get toward our goal. And for some people, that's what the 21-day win is. It's more like running at a paced tempo, um, possibly resting and recharging. That's what we do between our 21-day wins. And like I said, I've been doing 21-day wins for a while. I love doing 21-day wins. I love the time of rest between the wins. And also, a couple months a year, I just take off completely and don't do a 21-day win at least publicly, um, don't have the coaching part of it, or even don't do it myself. Whenever you're resting, that's also actually moving towards your goal. What doesn't move you towards your goal is when you're doing nothing towards your goal. So you aren't really even resting from it. You haven't even started going for it. How I define resting from a goal and still moving toward it is like a traffic jam. <laughs> you're in your car, you're going in the direction you're supposed to go, but right now you're stopped dead still because nothing around you is moving. That's what I think of resting is more like that, where you are going the right direction, you've been making progress, but for right now, for whatever reason, whether you've chosen like at a stop sign to stop because that's the smartest thing to do, or you haven't chosen and life has stopped you like a traffic jam, those are rest periods of time and God helps us build those in if we'll look for them and to take advantage of them when they come. So you don't always have to be running. You don't always have to be taking gigantic leaps. Sometimes taking baby steps is just all you can do. Uh, just be okay with the different kinds of steps that you can take, the different types of progress you can take. Allow yourself to rest in that and to just gain what you gain. Now, before you start into a 21-day win, you want to prepare your environment. And what do I mean by that? If I'm going to say that my next win is going to get all my taxes together, all my tax paperwork together, the first thing I would do to prepare my environment for me to be successful is I would actually buy some file folders. I would either buy some or I'd find some around my office and I would get them ready so that when I started to process the papers, I would actually have a place for those papers to go. One of the things that is the most deadly for a 21-day win is to launch into it thinking that on the first day you're going to actually do something and on the first day all you do is you set up your environment. I encourage you to set up your environment before the 21-day win starts and even beyond that to actually practice a day or two so that you can refine your environment so that you can perfect your goal and really have it be something that's attainable for you. So let's talk through a couple more environment suggestions or examples. One is that you're going to have a, see this happened to me a couple wins ago, maybe four or five wins ago. I decided that I wanted to have a protein smoothie for breakfast every day. That's what I wanted to switch to, that I wanted to make that a habit. Instead of wondering what I was going to have for breakfast every day, that I would know what I was going to have for breakfast every day or most days. I wanted for 21 days to make that a new habit. Well, what happened when I began setting up my environment is that I ordered, because we live in a remote place that doesn't have a place that sells protein drinks really, I had to order it online and it didn't come. It took three weeks for it to arrive to me. And I don't know why it took so long, but it did. And I was really glad that I'd started in advance because then I knew 
I wasn't going to be able to do that this month for my win. Now, I could have wasted a whole month's win if I would have waited until the day of to order it or to look at what I was actually going to have. But because I had done it the week before, then I knew, okay, this isn't going to come. The estimated arrival date is halfway through the win. So I needed to pick a different win that month and then do my protein win the next month. And by then, I had already started doing it, and I could just say, okay, now for 21 days, I'm going to do it every single day. That's my goal. I'm going to give myself, you know, two, I don't remember what I gave myself as allowances, maybe two days that I had something different. But otherwise, for 21 days straight, I was going to have that. So whatever it is for you, if you can look at your environment, if you can see what you're really going to need to succeed and get that all put into place, that's really going to help you to know for sure that you're going to succeed. And then you want to think about your allowances. I used to call them cheats, and it was funny because uh, – Actually, it was the, the people in the coaching programs that were like, I hate that word. Don't use that word. And I really didn't like the word cheat either, but I didn't know what to call it. And so we've changed it over the months and now call it allowances, which is so nice. It's such a gentle word, and it's, it's really uh, reflective of what life requires of us. We have to allow ourselves to be human. We have to allow ourselves to let things happen in our world that we didn't plan because that's how life is. Uh, today is a really good example of me needing to be allowing the day to happen because I wasn't even going to do this training this afternoon. This was going to be L.E.K. today. Um, and then she got, there was weather and she got trapped in an airport and then she's on a flight right now while we're alive. So she couldn't be with us. And that's how life goes, right? If I would have been, L.E.K. is the only uh, guest I can have today. Well, then right now we wouldn't be having a show and there would just be dead air here. So what you have to do is you have to allow for life to happen. We're going to reschedule Ellie another time, which will be great fun, but right now we're doing this. So how are you going to be able to allow life to happen around you and still reach your goals? What is it going to take for you to be able to do that? So like if you're doing a sugar fast for 21 days, you might want to allow yourself up to five forgets plus up to two pieces of sugar-free gum a day or whatever you want to say a week if you feel really desperate, okay? So give yourself some allowances, but actually spell out the allowances. Don't just say, I'm going to do this 21-day win unless I can't, and then I will just um, do something different. That's not specific. That's not going to help you. You want to get very, very specific. Here's another one. If you're cleaning out one drawer or closet a day, then you're going to allow yourself two total forgets, plus up to one skip per week. And after that, you'll make up anything that you missed. So maybe this week you missed two. You didn't forget, but you missed two. Well, you get one free, and then you have to make up the other one. So one day you have to clean out, you know, two drawers instead of one, or two closets instead of one. So perfectionism is really a 21-day killer. It's really a, a killer all the way around. We want to do things with excellence, but you won't be able to do them perfectly all the time. So instead of beating yourself up about that, I, I really work with people to embrace that and to actually get excited about it that you can do that. So the last thing then, and the, the workbook that you'll get, the pre-workbook that you'll get ahead of the 21-day win will walk you through all these steps again. And then the last thing it's going to take you through is your personal contract. And this is what you actually, this statement is what you actually have to post at the private Facebook page if you want to get into the next upcoming win. And uh, that will open up on the first of the month. And then by the first Thursday of the month, we'll be ready to go with those people who have 
uh, public commitment contracts posted. So you're going to say something like this. This was mine. This was mine from several months ago. I think it was last year sometime. I'm Arnie Swedberg. I commit unreservedly to 21 straight days of consuming 100% healthful juices, smoothies, except that I may enjoy eating foods I'm served in social settings with the minimum possible for my emotional peace. Number two, eating qualified health-building foods anytime I'm truly ravenous or emotionally unstable. And I had that list. And then number three, enjoying up to two major blowouts plus five main, minor blowouts if I need them. I'm committed to this win. Oh, here we go. Between um, Wednesday, May 8th, and Tuesday, May 28th, 2013. This is not a casual commitment, but rather a firm dedication to achieving this goal in the next 21 days, and then I sign my name. And actually, I was able to succeed at that goal. I used my two major blowouts, but I think I only used three of my minor blowouts. And I was able to mostly just not have anything except for I was doing a, I was doing a, one of those um, uh, smoothie juice fasts, and, and that was really enjoyable for me. I, I really liked doing that. It, was, it felt really good, and it was a great accomplishment for me. Uh, I did eat some health-building foods, but not very much. I remember just a few times, you know, having some carrots or something crunchy, just have something solid. And then I was served in social settings a few times, and I did just have a little bit there, just as much as I needed in order. And how I'd written it in my contract was the minimal possible for my emotional peace. So that was really um, probably the least clear thing in my contract. But in order for me to have that, I had to be in a social setting where someone was actually serving me food. So that wasn't every day of the week. You know, that was just a couple times during the month where I was in that exact setting. When you're doing your personal contract, you want to be very clear about what you're doing each day. I was so clear. I was going to consume 100% healthful juices or smoothies. And then you want to put in your allowance. What are you going to give yourself? I was very clear that I had three times when I could have an exception. And then how long is this going to take? If it's going to take 21 days, great. If it's going to you know, be the first seven days are this way, the second seven days are this way, the third seven days are this way. However you want to set it up, it's your contract, but you need to be crystal clear about it. You want to be so clear so that um, you can really measure what you're doing. Uh, read you something uh, about how blessed you are right now, even before you do your next 21-day win. If you have food in your fridge, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, and a place to sleep, you are richer than 75% of the world. If you have money in the bank, your wallet, and some spare change, you are among the top 8% of the world's wealthy. If you woke up this morning with more health and illness, then you are more blessed than the million people who will not survive the week. If you have never experienced the danger of battle, the agony of imprisonment or torture, or the horrible pains of starvation, then you are luckier than 500 million people alive and suffering today. If you can read the message that I'm reading to you right now, then you are more fortunate than 3 billion people in the world who cannot read at all. You guys, we've been given so many gifts already, and my goal is to help you learn how to take the gifts that you've been given and to maximize them so that you can really um, overcome obstacles in every area of your life. You can pursue your God-given dreams. You can revitalize your relationships, and you can manage the resources that God has given you to the best of your ability for his glory and for the most wonderful life here on earth possible for you as well as the most amazing eternity spent in heaven and enjoying the um, benefits of walking with God 
in his best wisdom and help here on this earth. So I encourage you to participate with us in an upcoming 21-day win over at Marnie.com. And also, if you aren't already a member over there, check that out because uh, the wins are always free to members, and that's um, just an ongoing thing there at Marnie.com. Looking forward to working with you at any level and any day. Anyway, talk to you later. Have a good one. Bye-bye.